Yeah, pretty much. I had, I had a finesse bite going to. I caught some on a whopper plopper uh, pre-fishing, but, you know, I saw a post that the best smallmouth river anglers in the country were going to be in this room, and I didn't have the fish to get in here on day one, so I thought, man, I'm just going to grab the jackhammer and go wide dick open and see what happens. There you go, man. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live, the final KBN Live of 2021. Uh, what's going on, Mr. Lambert? How you doing tonight, buddy? We've made it, buddy. We've made, We've made it. it. Everybody that refers to you, I'll say, <laughs> they say Big Stick Howl. Do you know where that came from? Yeah, Clifton. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Clifton. Clifton was the first one to say it. He, I said it, and it's stuck ever since. Like, I thought it was the funniest thing after he said it. And apparently other people like it, too, because they started saying it. Everybody, everybody knows me as Big Stick Howl now. I knew Joey was going to probably put up another big limit. I didn't know he was going to put up 103 and a quarter. I thought he was going to put up maybe mid-90s at best, but he smoked them. <laughs> and then after it came off that stump, it immediately went to this super thick mat of grass, and I had to just pull him, pull him out of there, got him to the boat. I, I saw it was big. I got it in the net. I knew it was over 20. All I needed was something over 20 is what I thought. So I started screaming. I was, yes. like, I was like, that's her. That's the one I needed. <laughs> so that is good. I mean, it's yeah. like watching the whole thing play out was crazy. And I know, I mean, I wish you had service. I would have freaking loved to have seen the engagement on people watching as you like, creep up and then pass him and then pass him and then pass him again. <laughs> So I have I have a serious question of my own. Who do you think would win in a street fight between you and Brian the Carpenter? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, bro. I know. Let's hear it. No weapons, just hands. No weapons. No 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 weapons. Um uh loincloth. Loincloth and flip-flops. That's all you get. <laughs> I like Brian a lot, man. I respect Brian. Uh, so you don't know him well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm into. Uh, yeah, dude. So, no, I, I, I would, uh, I'd wrap him up, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So I know Ryan, he's always got the questions uh, about how the tournament went and things like that. But I got one, turn one question to ask first beforehand. Okay. Which was more? Which was a bigger deal to you? Winning, winning the big trophy behind you, or winning that team trophy? You know, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm, I'm going to default and say the team trophy. All right, that was pretty special. Right. You know, you know, because because it meant a lot to, you know, Josh and the Moyet crew. So yeah, it, it it was pretty special. Everybody was pretty happy about that one. So I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, I know, my local club came in runner up. Uh, the club I founded. And I think if yeah. I'd have went up to the event, that they probably would have still came runner-up. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Those guys cool. made a run. Yeah, man. I thought they had it. I thought they had it. So it was, it was fun to watch. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Ryan, take it away. It is hard to win at any level you fish. I don't care if you're fishing grassroots federation level, regionally, nationally in a bass boat, in a kayak, in a John boat, it is hard to win. And I cherish them, man. They're all very special. And that one was special for me. Well, let me ask you this, sir, because 
obviously you've been to the to the mountaintop bassmaster classic <laughs> champion if you won on every level in between that uh but as a competitor i know this win doesn't come with the same media accolades or money or anything like that but as a competitor to step out and do something different like this where did this rank for you winning a kayak tournament versus a you know boat tournament of a different kind man i i'm i know i've already got flack for it but i'm telling you the the win itself and the way it happened goes right up there with some of you know what people think are my biggest wins you know yeah and jordan to you man i mean you said it yourself you were wanting that aoy uh coming into the event especially after a good day one what does it mean to to cap that off and win it it means a lot um I think one of the biggest things I could probably say is, you know, winning Anger of the Year when I feel I feel like I come up short a whole lot. I've never won like a regional event or anything, whether it's Bass or Hobie, and I feel like I've just gotten really, really close a few times. I mean, I finished second at TOC the last couple of years, and I've led um, like two or three days on the first days of Hobie events, and it's you know, winning Angler of the Year is kind of a, a validity thing uh, to me as much as anything. Um, I feel like that's one of those things where um, a few years ago, um, I, I, I didn't fish as well off the Tennessee River as, as I do on the Tennessee River. And I remember hearing somebody make a comment that, you know, I'd have to figure out how to fish outside of Tennessee or fish off the Tennessee River. And... You know, I, I've, I've not forgot that, you know. But, <laughs> That's you know, a lie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, one of those things at the time, you know, they might have been more right. But it, it now, you know, it's one of those things where um, I, I want people to know when, when I show up that, you know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm here to win a tournament. And that's, you know, the next the next thing is to win a, a Hobie event or win a regional event and kind of do things, you know, something along those lines because it's um you know anger of the year is a big deal and i i do really appreciate it but i promise there's nobody that's uh trying harder to win an individual event than me and there's nobody that's going to appreciate it as much as i will when it does happen because it's going to happen man you go over to the other side the bass boat world You're talking about gerald swindle i think seth fighter this year the former aois on the elite series that have never won an elite series event but their talent is top notch. I mean, Seth Fighter's, you know, arguably the best in the world. Uh, never pulled off an event. He will one day, just like you will, because you're, you know, you're, you're one always talked about as one of the elite guys here. So to win AOY is uh, fitting and well deserved, man. So we're all, we're all proud for you and pumped for you. Let's, uh, let's dive into the middle of the schedule for this year, which is uh, the Grand Lake event. As soon as that one was, was seen, it raised a lot of red flags because. The GRDA is not fond of kayaks over there. That's that's right in my backyard here. Uh, so what did you guys get an exception for that event? Are we just rolling with the rules for that event, or how's that going to work? No, no exceptions. We're rolling with the rules. I won't say that they're not fond of kayaks. That may be, that might be your opinion. Jeff. Not friendly. <laughs> friendly, well, friendly to kayaks. How about that? I think. I mean, well, the the local well, kayak anglers probably have a pretty good feel of of what it's like to try to hold tournaments on Grand Lake. And I know Jeff ran the Arkansas club forever. Uh, I, I mean, they, what is it? Is it 150 feet from the bank? You can't, you can't cross creeks. You can't cross the channel. 
you can't you have to launch 30 minutes after sunrise is, is, is that am i in the ballpark on that jeff yeah it's something like that that you know we were excited to see a tournament there because it's so close but the local clubs don't have tournaments there because of that so we were just hoping that bass had the you know swung the big stick and got some sort of exception now, now and we don't and we don't typically do that for any tournaments we don't ask for exceptions uh once in a great while when like a host when the host actually asks for it and really and really puts pressure on on the dnr and stuff but bass we typically don't ask at all uh for for exceptions to anything now i will tell you that you know i'm i've just been around the kayak community for a couple years and i don't and i'm still learning a lot uh but the safety aspect I will tell you that I'm still not comfortable after two years of this taking off in the dark and getting to your spot. And that is something that if personally, if, if I had my way, we would never do for any tournament. We would wait till it was safe light like we do for any other tournament, um, just for the safety aspect as a tournament manager as a tournament director, and I've been doing this for 18 years, when the tournament starts, I I am there, whether it's a one day or a three day or four day, as a tournament manager, we are constantly worried, concerned. Our main, my main concern is that everybody comes back at the end of the day uh, safely. And I have a real, I still have, after two years, I still have a hard time sending the, letting the anglers, the kayak anglers go off at 5.30 when it doesn't get light till 6.30 and they're paddling out there in the dark. I know they have a little light on their on their boats and people are supposed to be work, looking out for them, but it, it is a concern for a tournament manager. And like I said, if I had my way, we would never do that. We for any tournament, I I kind of <laughs> like the Grand Lake rules actually, and now now well, don't we, implement that in the bass, please. We're not we're not don't going to. I'm just telling you my my personal feelings and my struggle with 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 it sometimes. Well, and, the, the and, and the well, Grand Lake is not like a for those of the for those watching that aren't familiar with Grand Lake. We're not talking about when you say you can't go across the channel, the main lake of Grand Lake isn't something you're just going to take off and paddle across anyway. Well, a lot of these guys would. Well, <laughs> yeah. And yep. A lot won't. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're just going to have to go by the rules. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to be under the same rules. I was just hoping y'all did. You know, sometimes when they used to have the, uh, the uh, big bass fest or whatever on Fork and, you know, some rules would get temporarily changed to take one over 20 you know uh slot fish to the scales or whatever i just didn't know if y'all had some sort of influence like that no, but see, even in that one there's no there's no exception they only can bring in one slot fish and it has to be over the slot to to bring it in so that's even an, even in that one there's not an exception uh for that and like i said april 16th uh, on grand lake should be primarily bank fishing i mean there, there's you're not going to want to get out in the middle of the lake anyway uh, it's going to be bank fishing spawn pre-spawn 
maybe some spawning going on. Uh, there's plenty of launches around. The uh, problem is, John, that we're going into, and and I'm going to say two things to you. One, the reason we launched so early uh, is to beat the bass boats to the juice. Otherwise, we'd never beat them to the juice. Uh, and we're the only ones on the lake in the dark, so it's really pretty safe. Usually, we're one of the only ones on the lake. Uh, and then number two, on Grand, it is the, you know this, it's the lake of a million docks. There'll probably, there'll probably be one on the behind docks with the fish spawning. Uh, except if I'm in, uh, you know, in the Elk River somewhere, uh, in the Elk River Arm or wherever, and I want to go hit the docks across the way, I can't do it. I got to I gotta go all the way around to the no-wake buoy and go across. So that that's going to be some of the challenges we're going to have to face. So that's why that's people right. work on it. It, it. it is going to be a challenge. But like you said earlier, everybody's gonna have to. Everybody's gonna have that that same challenge. The good news the is, the good news is that's Easter weekend, and there shouldn't be that many other tournaments on the lake. I like it. I, I'm excited to see what you're gonna do with with the uh, Apri, right, man? I know that, that you and Dwayne keep pushing each other. It sounds like you got a great relationship there. <laughs> Let me ask you this, and you guys don't have to answer this, sure. I guess. Are you guys a united front against the evil empire of fishing chaos, or you just kind of let that go? <laughs> no comment. <Wow. laughs> you don't have to comment I'm, I'm on that. So, I'm sorry you break it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, I had to ask it. I just wanted to see Dwayne's face when I said it. But anyway, we can go on to the next thing. <laughs> okay. No. Well, did you what? get the reaction you wanted? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's a list of eligible waters. So, Blaine, tell us, how'd you catch that giant, Sonny boy? Man, uh, flipping and pitching. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a grass guy. I like to fish grass, as you can see in the background of that picture. And mm -hmm. they had sprayed the whole area that I was going to fish. And if you know anything about fishing grass, if it's dead it ain't worth fishing so my stubborn self continued to work my way back in that creek and in the very back of the creek there's this one little five foot bright green still alive grass mat over about four and a half feet of water and ounce and a half tungsten weight three aught flipping hook and a uh, strike king rage bug i flipped in there um twice without getting bit my the wind had blown me up beside it and i mean i was literally right up beside it and i took my rod I just leaned over and set it in the mat and dropped it through. Honestly, you know, at that point, I'm just like, I'm up against it, whatever. And I picked up on it. And right when I did, I felt, wham, uh, leaned back into her. The braid started making that, uh, as I call the song of my people. And uh, I pulled that <laughs> Damn. Out Here we go. Here we I go. Song of my people. <laughs> yep. I boat her. She hit me in the shins. You I, ain't got a net, boy? I do, but when you continue oh flipping with that braid, man, it's better to boat flip them. I've lost more fish at the boat doing that, trying to lift mm. them and trying to mm -hmm. net them and all that with the with all that grass and everything and just a small hook. So, anyways, I boat flipped her. She hit me in the shins and I fell down and I kicked her out of the boat when I fell down. <laughs> what? And then I Wait, pause, 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 pause. Did you have a GoPro yeah. going or anything? No. Ah, cool. hey, I, listen, I just posted a great video on YouTube. Go watch that shit. We're going <laughs> to we're going to make you some money, kid. Uh, All right, dude, continue, continue. I mean, it it was really awesome. I got her in the boat and I didn't realize how big she was until I got her in the boat and I mean, I unhooked her. I put her on the board and her head was kind of over the fence and I looked down and it was at 21 and I put the rest of her down and it was right at 24 and I was like, 
Oh, oh. my gosh. I was like, this is a giant. And so I got a couple pictures, went to submitter. Uh, Attorney X kept crashing on me because I didn't have it allowed <laughs> to get all my photos. And I'm so, glad we didn't bring Dwayne on tonight to tell us about error, the new Tony X. Not complete user error, all on me. So I call Vinny and I'm like, Vinny, I don't know what to do. Dude. I'm freaking out. And I was like, dude, I got a 24 incher in my hand. He's like, dude, calm down. He's like, just close the app, look at your settings, be, be a normal person. So I went about it. And I found the, where the setting was off. I fixed it and submitted her. And within a couple minutes, I saw that she was accepted. Uh, called another angler that I had put in at the ramp near me, and I'm like, dude, you, I know you're paddling too. By the way, paddle in my hand, no pedal drive. Um, I would I, quit I fishing. I'd like, quit fishing dude, tomorrow. You gotta come. <laughs> you gotta come get pictures of me, dude. I just caught a giant, and he came and got all my pictures. But dude, I mean, an absolute tank. Absolute so, tank. On the second time you got him in the boat, did you boat flip <laughs> it again? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, boom, boom, back and forth. That, that stuff ain't breaking. Yeah, do you, do you want to put any sort of cattle guards or anything on the side of your new canoe? <laughs> like, like like bumpers on a bowling alley. That's what we need. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, I mean, me falling, like I said, she hit me right below the knees, and I jumped backwards <laughs> trying to catch her. I mean, if I would have had it on GoPro, man, it would be, <sighs> oh, I'd be viral. I would. Oh, would my goodness. Once you got her in the second time, did you, like, talk some smack to her? Like, yeah, yeah you're in here now. Yeah. You didn't no, give her man, nothing? I, looking at that fish, she was rough, man. She had been through it. She, had a she big was old, rough. Yeah, she had a big old sore She'd on been side through it. Oh, dirty that. girl. Yeah. Yeah. I looked on She's from down side. in Santee, boy. She'd been through it. Yeah. Well, she had a hole on both sides of her. I think she got shot with an arrow. Both fishing, baby. Okay. Yeah, had, had a sore on both sides that was healing. And I was like, holy crap, she this thing got shot. It's still eating. You done ran up in the back of a creek, found some cripple old sow up there, and oh, won all this money on it. I did. It She's going back there to man. die. Blaine's yeah, slamming her man. around the boat. Yeah, oh, let her go. She swam off good. Go. You. Hey, we got another caller. I know Bob, it wasn't your fault, Bob. You didn't do anything wrong, Bob, so don't don't apologize. No, Bob did great. All right, let's see if we can get this next caller in here. What is up? Garrett. What's up, man? Hey. And Pancake and the kids. We got a whole crew. Hey, listen. I mean, I got Pancake with me because, listen, man, she can't hear anything. All right? <laughs> Let me tell you, when it comes to getting a payout for a month long, I don't know. It, it's, I don't like know. Talking, it's like talking like this. Hey, I need my money from me. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. See, no reaction. <laughs> I can't pay for my dog. To get sign language lessons, <laughs> if I can't get paid for me. Now, the last time I had this problem, the great folks at KBN helped the brother out. Okay. I mean, come on, man. It's July 12th. I ain't trying to hear nothing about PayPal. I ain't trying to hear nothing about organizational issues. I mean, we're at the national championship. It's attorney X thing. It's this thing. At some point, somebody ain't making good decisions. I'm out. Um. Well, yeah. let's hear from Guillermo. How let's did how here. did your how did your big I mean huge win? Like I think that's uh, as kayak anglers, that's like uh, you know that's on the bucket list. That's one that you you definitely wanna you wanna take home and and you you did it and fairly local to you. I mean you know you you fish you fish the 
the Texas Louisiana stuff previously. So how did how much did that factor into you know your success? Well, I mean, honestly, this tournament gave me the opportunity to completely fish what I would consider my greatest strengths. You know, um, to fish really fast, uh, to make quick short casts. Um, quick, short, accurate casts, and, and I was able to do that the entire day, every day, all day. And uh, I think that played a big part in, uh, in helping me out. It, it just literally, from my perspective, I mean, when I got there on the first day of practice, I was kind of shocked uh, how good it was fishing and uh, how, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, Dwayne Dwyer said it best. I mean, we were, you know, in the if you guys watch the award ceremony, he he literally said we just smashed them everywhere we went, yeah. and, and that's that's just how it felt. And uh, considering it was fishing to my strengths, I, I felt like man, I might I might have a really good shot at this thing the way it's setting up, and it dang sure did. Unbelievable. Um, well, let's talk about the tournament, man. What what you said you fished to your strengths. What exactly did you find when you showed up and started pre-fishing that, that set your mind like that? Well, uh, I found a eight foot low lake with a lot of concentrated fish. And uh, it seemed like, from, from what I could tell, if you could kind of, you, you kind of had to think of it as like, I'm trying to think of the best way to think of it, but you have to think of it as you have to think of where the fish would drain out, you know, with the lake coming down. And uh, yeah. I used that and I looked at a ton of Google Earth imagery and I looked at, looked at a ton of historical images and I tried to figure out, uh, based on all the drawdowns from years past, uh, where the fish would drain out. And from there, that's where I kind of uh, designed where I was going to practice. And I mean, I found a couple little holes here and there. And I remember the first day I went in one of those holes and, and it was just downright dumb. I mean, it seemed like every, every stick had a 20 incher on it. Every mat had a big old frogfish on it. I mean, it was, it was honestly some of the most fun I've had bass fishing in a while. And I think Cody and Scotch can test <laughs> yeah. it. It was pretty good out there. Yeah, I mean, it, I had fished it a little bit for the NC two years ago. I actually spent one of my days there, and, I mean, it was kind of a night and day difference in how good it fished. And I so guess you, had, you pretty much had your mind made up before you went in. That was, that was the lake you were going to focus all your energy on, kind of into figuring it out pre-fishing. You know, I didn't quite have my mind made up, but it was definitely the lake I was the most curious about. So it was the lake that I went to first. I was considering the fact that it was drawn down and I thought to myself, I'm really curious about that. I, I wonder what, what that does to the fishing. And I showed up and, and, and I was, I got the answer pretty quick. And from then on, I spent just like, just like Cody, I spent every single day of practice on Bistino yeah. trying to learn everything that I could. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Dark Waters. We got the Dark Waters in here tonight after the big W, man. Congrats. You popping bottles? What? Oh. Yeah, we're still, we're still celebrating, guys. Okay. 
All right. I, I saw your post. You've been preparing all day. All day, man. What are you drinking, Pinot Grigio? I don't know. It's uh, it's like champagne. Okay. It's like All champagne. Right. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> this is going exactly how I thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah. I can't this disappoint. Like you champagne. Know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Got it at the dollar store on the way in. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. It's good stuff. No, man. Congratulations on the big win. It, and you caught a giant doing it. So how's yeah. it feel? How's it feel to be in the winner's circle? Yeah, it feels really, really, really good. I worked really hard this year. Um, I've had, I've had actually a pretty decent year. Um, a lot of good finishes. Not, 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 you know, I'm speaking mostly like local and regional events, but still, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming as far as like just constantly getting my ass kicked and losing and losing and losing, and you know, just, you know, finally this year, I, I don't know what it is, but shit just started making sense, and you know, finally, you know, at the end of the, pretty much almost the end of the season, I was able to put together. And not even on purpose. I don't, it's hard to even explain, like, how the tournament went because it didn't go – it planned at all. I had no idea that I was going to win until I won. Um, you know, it was, it was a weird experience. I stuck to the plan. Um, you know, come game day, it was horrible. I was hungover. I ate a bunch of, I, I ate a bunch of edibles the night before, so I was, I was kind of – I was feeling weird. Uh, that, you know, it's just uh, – I was on the water. It took me two hours for me to get my shit together. <laughs> Um, Are you people I taking like notes? It. Take I notes, like everyone. This story. I like this. Yeah, story. it was it was horrible. It took me t- like so for one, I didn't even get in the water at time because I was too busy trying to find a place to use a bathroom. Um, and so I, you know, I took me like thirty. I was like thirty minutes late getting on the water. Um, I'm hungover. I want to throw up. The edibles are still haven't completely got out of my system yet. So I'm floating to my spot. I get there, and I just could not. I couldn't find like you know like the the groove. I was just like they're just like. I don't know. I was just moving around a bunch. And then, like, finally two hours in, I was like, right, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to fish. At that point, I decided that I was probably going to leave at noon. Um, I was like, this is, good. this is going exactly how I thought I was going to do. I'm going to stay here till noon. I'm going to get home early. I'm going to hang out with the kid, maybe grill some steaks, drink some beers, and be done with this lake. Um, but around, around that time, like, I was offshore. I was, like, at 30 feet. I was throwing a Ned rig out there, some rocks, and I felt something tug. And I'm like, I think I got one. So, you know, I, I – I freaking uh, you know, I set the hook, and you know it hit really hard at first, and then it kind of like gave up. So I'm like, it's probably just a drum or something like that. You know, it's like I knew it was something big, but it, it wasn't like really fighting. But then as I was getting, as I was pulling it up, it kept trying to dig. And I'm like, that, that might be something. And then all of a sudden, I see its head come out of the water. I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> um, you know, and then so I get, I get, I get it, I get it. I'm like, this is huge. It's a huge bass, and then I pull it in. And look, I, I don't think I've ever caught a bass like this big, especially like this. And I remember there was someone, the guy who took the picture for me, Kyle, I'm like, Hey, who are you? He's like, Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, you have to come here. I just got a tank. And then he gets over there and I'm like, and I, I, I was like, dude, I think this is huge. And I, and I lifted it up and I showed him, he's like, Oh dude, that's fucking huge. And I'm like, dude. And so we, uh, you know, so we get over there and measure it. It's like, it's like 22 and a half inches. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, like this, this is amazing. And you know, he took a picture, I measured it. I'm freaking, um, yeah, dude, I'm pumped, dude. Uh, we got to start with the champ. So, Christine, tell us, you know, how things led up to the tournament. I mean, how long were you there? What, what was the week looking like? How are you feeling going into the tournament? Oh, man, you guys. Um, I got there on Monday, started practice uh, late Monday, and had heard kind of some rumors the lake was fishing pretty tough, and I kind of expected it to be pretty tough. Um, my demeanor going in, for whatever reason, I just – you know, we get towards the end of the season 
and it's we put so much effort into it. it had just wrapped up the national championship i was kind of tired i was kind of just weirdly like checked out of the tournament going in um didn't expect much and honestly i think that's probably why i ended up fishing so good i didn't have in my mind i had nothing on the line nothing to lose um just happy to be there with some good people and you know fish the tournament and kind of be done with that and my practice did not go very well um i i think i caught maybe five or six fish total and i wasn't really trying to catch them you know i never really do i was mostly trying to just get an understanding of what was going on on the lake um where people were kind of fishing i like to try to find areas that might be overlooked especially for a three-day tournament um, i knew areas like kawiki and some of the more popular places that people were saying this is where it's going to be one and I, I stayed clear away from that stuff um and ended up just going and fishing my strengths and you know deciding i was going to live or die by a bite in less than three foot of water for the three days and it, it ended up working out yeah looking at your pictures were you fishing that damn bank grass yeah that god. willow grass yeah oh my gosh i thought like <laughs> I saw Shane's pictures and I was like, there's no freaking way she caught all her fish in that crap. Like I hated fishing that stuff and I didn't get bit out of it. There's one reason I hated it. I think they were definitely unproductive areas. I was specifically looking for stuff that was on the east side of the lake where the northwest wind was blowing all that warm main lake water into those pockets, looking for areas where, you know, that bank grass made subtle points. And then the most productive stuff for me was like those tiny little isolated clumps. It's like, I could almost call my shot. There's going to be fish on that. Um, yeah. Good stuff tonight. Uh, unbelievable start to the 2022 podcast season. Wouldn't you say Mr. Lambert? As a, that, hey, we're, we're on, uh, we're on, on pace to set a record here. Unbelievable. We got about nine minutes left till we blow it out of the water. <laughs> right. well yeah man we're gonna wrap this thing up we'll, we'll get another guest queued up for next week but i just want to thank you both for taking the time to, to do this tonight and uh we'll wrap this thing up and do it again next week Happy sounds year, good Thanks, congrats guys. again jameson and thank you to the evangelist for leading us to the light tonight <laughs> thank you <Amen>. guys <laughs>